Welcome to the Fabulous Filipino Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Dante Bosco. Darian. And Dionisio Bosco. What's going on? We're talking about everything in, I guess, around this Filipino diaspora, especially within the world of uh, creatives, I guess. We're still yep. figuring this whole podcast out, so thank you for joining us for the conversation. Um, it was a big welcome week back this if you've week. seen the first episode. Yeah, welcome back. We're we're going on. We're going. We're, we're it's going down. Uh, the conversation continues. This week uh, was a big week in 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 Hollywood. Yep, the Oscars just happened, yes, and it was pretty monumental. Uh, that for everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. The people that I mean, look like gotta, us. I know we got to jump into that for sure, um, and just beyond the Oscars, just all of award season this year, uh, but the representation, especially for Asians in Hollywood, has been pretty uh, crazy. Everywhere, everything, all at once. There. Sweeps the Oscars. Pretty First much, time in a yeah. long time. Yeah. Uh, seven of the 11 Oscar awards, uh, including Best Picture, including Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor uh, for Michelle Yao. The legend and uh and and and, and Ki Hui Kwan comes back, yeah. Uh, she, she mm-hmm. Comes out, comes back out of nowhere. Um, for a lot Kills of people it. like us from our generation, we remember him originally from Raiders of the Lost Ark playing uh, short, short round, round. short um, round, and then Goonies, Goonies as well, and then Goonies Data. playing Data on Goonies. Uh, and well, comes Michelle, back. Michelle, yeah, one, one, one. Best lead lead actress and Jamie Lee won best supporting. Then, yeah, just just and Jamie Lee Curtis also won best supporting actress, who's also a legend. I mean, the film first and foremost. Emo, say anything about the movie? The, the movie's dope, man. It's I mean, a beautiful movie. Yeah, and it's just about really, it's just about motherhood and like how a mother could be a superhero, pretty much in real life. And family, you know I mean? family drama, and family. Love and love. I, I, I mean, it's always about love, love. because you know I, mean, I, I watched know, the film Stephanie, in New York. The, the, the daughter, actually, I, I actually think she should have she should have won, but I I get she Jamie Lee it. Curtis winning, but I mean, she was out. great. You know what I mean? She, she actually plays so many different types of things, and her costumes were amazing. She she sang at the Oscars too. I know with, with David with David Byrne. Amazing! It's amazing. So and amazing. she, I saw. Did you see her audition for that role? No, no, I didn't watch it. She watch the audition. She does the care. She does this thing when she's going to split personalities and stuff, and she's doing this crazy thing with her hand. It's a pretty phenomenal audition. I'm like, wow, she killed that. She's so good, really. So but I, I, watched, I watched the movie yeah, so in good. New York. Uh, I was out there shooting a film. I was shooting uh, Asian Persuasion out there, and uh, me and Alice went to go watch the movie theater in New York Midtown. And I walked out that the. I mean, as soon as the lights came up, I was like, ah. Oh, it is the best film of the year. And it was like March. It was yeah, early absolutely. in the year. The Daniels, the I, Daniels was, did it. Daniels did I was a little bit envious movie. of just the filmmaking. It was so good. I was like, I don't For sure. think I could do that. That thing is so multi-layered. Had so many different elements. One of those films that felt like it can only, it can only be made like right now. But it has the impact of like, sure, I mean, like I said, family drama, the Asian representation, multi-languages, subtitles. But then also has like the, the impact of like how I felt first time. Remember when we watched Matrix for the first time in Westwood? Come out the movie mm-hmm. theater and was like, whoa, mm-hmm. sure. what was that? Had that same thing where it's 
of the moment now has a multiverse of 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 marvel had martial arts and action and drama and it was like i i can't see this not being the best film of the year like how is this not the best this it was the best film of the last few years crazy yeah so it was just so innovative and um yeah and we don't really see our faces like in in those movies you know what i mean they don't give us the leads of those. They're like, oh, this is big action. Okay, we got to make sure it's profitable and put the Caucasian <laughs> face up there. But the Daniels didn't do that. I mean, they made the whole thing, you know, Asian. But it, but then but also I loved it because it was also like the daughter is Asian-American and she has to deal with her immigrant parents and how, right. you know, that dynamic. You know what I mean? Because um, I have a problem in, in like mainstream media when they're, they're always like, okay, so we're going to put diversity, but you got to be from another country. If you're Asian, you have to have an accent. You have to this. That's why right. I like Stephanie's representation. She's just you an American kid trying to figure it out. Because you're Asian American. Because I'm Asian American. So when, when they're always like, you're in a room and they're like, oh, that's great. Can you do it with an Asian accent? And you're like, oh, what Asian accent? There's many different Asian accents. But that brings up, that brings up you know a mean? big question. And I know, I mean, I know you guys, so, but just as a host, I'm asking you, have you been able to, have you been asked to do an Asian accent? Absolutely. Yeah, well, in, in the room while you're sure, auditioning? We've been doing this since the at? 80s, of course we are. And what? We've done bad what Asians. Asian, some Asian what accents, Asian accents did you go to? What, what different yeah. Asians have you played? And what Asian accents have you um well here here's the thing like I, badly um if anybody if, if i'm ever in a room if, if we're ever in a room again auditioning you know because it's all on tape but usually um they go oh can you do an asian accent and i'll immediately do a filipino accent and then i'll do the whole thing and they go okay can you do like a different asian accent because they're not used to a filipino yeah. accent so I, I, don't, I, I always do it, but I don't think. And then they go, "Oh, it can you do another one?" I'm like, "Just much a broken anymore English? like that." And has that happened yeah. recently? Though? No, no, because recently I've been auditioning on tape, and I, you just send it in, and then you know. Um, but I, I mean, I, I have done Filipino accents. I'm, I'm supposed to do a movie later this year, where with a Filipino accent. Um, How do you feel about your Filipino accent? Do you feel like it's 100? percent No, absolutely not. Not right now. Uh, I got to work on it more. I mean. I'm t- I just was in a project. And you give us a little bit right now for the podcast. <laughs> Come, on, little- <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Go watch Mythic Quest. I, I do a, a, a Filipino You're accent. You're on Mythic Quest, right. Yeah. And you, you did a Filipino accent? No, yes, I did. Give it to – can you give us – the I audience wants to hear a little bit of it. Dante. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me on the spot. Ay, nako. And when you uh, do this, are you – Let me ask you something. I mean, just – because, uh, I mean, just having you two having that conversation makes me think, do you think that um, our people, like, because we played roles, uh, we bo- we all have, I think, where we're, we're speaking Tagalog and we're, and we're doing accent, but you, you think when native speakers from there are saying, why do they have conversation like this? Why, why like, what the, the hell are these people? guys doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are the guys in there? Why are they guys It's definitely you know I mean? a possibility. You think they have, you think they have that same... Uh, Absolutely. Like it's, it's, it's <laughs> sure. Because if I hear a bad one off somebody else, I go, oh, that's bad, too. No, but whether it's bad or mind. good, but just like. Of know. course, they have to have something. Because, like, we, we're not native speakers. 
and we're Filipino, so we don't have that kind of like uh, just experience. But we, you know, from the neighbors we come from, where we grew up, we kind of we grew up very in blue collar neighborhoods, you know, Latino, black neighborhoods, yeah. and we played a lot of kind of urban, quote unquote, urban roles. But when you see another person playing that role that's not from that world, it sticks out like a sore thumb. You're like that dude don't know what he's doing. That dude no, for sure. taking the funk. A hundred percent. So I would think if we're doing it, if and when, and when we have done it, the natives, uh, you know, are just authentic people are like, what are they doing? That is I, well, horrible. I mean, unless, you did, do it, I, unless you do it really well. Like it doesn't mean, I mean, you know, you just have to do your work. I did a really Will and well. Grace back in the day, right? The first iteration. And I played, I auditioned for a nurse. It was like. A Filipino of, nurse. That's uh, Well, yeah, yeah. So. But then I went in there and I immediately did a Filipino accent and they were cracking up in the room. They're like, okay, wait, what's happening? What's going on? Why are you doing the accent? I said, well, have you been in any hospital? They're, they're filled with Filipinos. Um, I mean, and I was young. I was like maybe 22, 23, 24 when I did that. And I just decided to do it. And they were like, that's great. And you got hired. And I got hired. I did the Filipino accent. If we had any budget on this podcast or we had any other producers beyond ourselves, I would now play the clip of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have that right now, and that just came upon Derek us. So. Was, Derek was on there, You too, can go playing, Google it. Google D on it. Playing Maponko. Maponko. Yeah, yeah, Derek also yeah, Derek played – uh, One of the boyfriends. What's the, what's, of Jack's, Jack's boyfriend. Jack's yeah. boyfriend for an episode or two or something like that. And he did a and Filipino I think he had an accent. accent. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Damn. That's what, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So you're saying Filipino accent with some comedy. I'm definitely more, you know, secure in doing the accent than actually speaking Tagalog, the language, or any well, other language. of course, because you're speaking you Tagalog. Speak English. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, look, we're talking about Filipino creatives and we're Phil, Phil Lamb, so we're definitely speaking from a Phil Lamb perspective but there's Filipino creatives all over the world especially in the Philippines that are doing a lot of stuff we we're just kind of speaking from our our perspective over here to further talk about the Oscar in the last week I mean we got to talk about Kihui Kwan because mm -hmm. he's I mean I, he's of our Amazing. generation maybe a half generation uh, over us I mean yeah, he's just red as a lost heart. All this stuff mm -hmm. happened before we got to town, and I do remember meeting him like years ago when we were really young. Um, but you know, I was asked—I was actually asked in an interview recently for Wall Street Journal about that because you know we're both Spielberg kids and we're both Asian, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and I was like, you know, us all being children actors, kid actors, grown up. Mm -hmm. Like the, I was like, yeah, come on, the fact that you come back in a movie and you win an Oscar is. Probably most kid actors like fantasy Incredible. dream of like sure. somehow the industry is gonna, you know, the best things I've Coming done in my life aren't and, when I was yeah. a little kid, and now I'm, I'm I can be recognized and appreciated by, you know, our artistic community as an adult. So I mean, shout out to Kihui Kwan, mm -hmm. um, phenomenal. I mean, and deser and mm -hmm. deserves it. I was watching the movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, his performances. Phenomenal, uh, he, he's, and to see him his get to play the nerdy, so emotional. He's, he's just yeah, for sure. He's yeah. Go ahead, keep going. No, so Sorry I mean, to cut you off. I love seeing him. You know, play the fanny pack. You know, father, straight lace. Right. Yeah, and and then the thing that hit me heavy was like when he when she went back to China in the film. 
and he's like he looked like a chinese superstar like in the tuxedo and like suave yeah, and you're yes. like dude like they ain't giving us nothing like that in america you know what i'm saying and it was just really beautiful and interesting and like well they're trying they're, wow. they're starting i moved crazy rich asians you know what i mean well crazy that, rich that, things are changing yeah for sure they weren't just I'm talking about people the they were like 30 they 40 50 those, years you know. no for sure but you know times have to change and you know i mean this industry is only 100 years old so it's like you know it has to expand and, and give you know it, we're, we're, we're it's a new age bro it's a new age we got new technology so you the feel hopeful so, so you're smaller. saying you're I'm saying you feel hopeful because I'm still in this fucking industry. You know what I mean? I'm still doing it, so mm. I'm hopeful. I mm. gotta be hopeful. You know. Now, as 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 we move on, it's it's not just the Oscars. When we talk about the award industry, you know, you're talking about Spirit Awards and Golden Globes and and everything, and that brings on when we're talking about Filipino creatives, uh, the movie Triangle of Sadness and Dolly De Leon. Mm. Coming yeah, from the Philippines, doing one of the one of the lead roles in uh, in Triangle of Sadness or supporting lead roles, playing Abigail, the uh, the I guess I, the, I, the 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 maid, the the the, the ship house cleaner turned she was the toilet. Yeah, she was the toilet maid or something like that, and then she became the captain on the. Island. Who's the captain? Who's the captain? You're the captain, Abigail. You're the captain. I mean, shout out to Dolly De Leon. We we met her at a, a Golden Globe Globes party uh, here in Los Angeles as she was doing her press tour for the Golden Globes, and um, and she's friends with you know she's friends with a lot of our friends in the Philippines, all the artistas, the actors, and artists in the Philippines. Sure. She's been working there her whole life, and so to see her get an opportunity like this to come into American Hollywood and kill it, get nominated for a Golden Globe and have an incredibly strong performance. I mean, it blew me away watching that film. Absolutely. That, yeah, it's, it's like there are some, one of my other probably top two or three fa- films of the year. I loved it. Darian um, said it's his favorite. Why is your favorite though? I mean, I know Darian's well, my other favorite, favorite one. Favorite That's what, he, well, that and everywhere. I mean, those two are, are, are my favorite. Those were my favorite ones. I mean, He's terrific. I mean, I just, I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant. He being the director, Ro- Robert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Ruben Os. Ruben, Ostalan. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're butchering everybody's names on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I speak <laughs> English and not great all the time. His name has a has an O with the two dots on the top of it. So I don't know what that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> But with trying to sad, it's like talk about Dolly De Leon. Talk about her role. Talk about uh the thing is like and she she's she's the creative from the Philippines that, that does a lot of films there, but also strongly in the theater scene there. So she's so she's a, an artist. I mean, that's what I mean. The talent level has never been in question. Like that's what she's brilliant she got the opportunity to, to show what she can do and, and and obviously she killed it but even when she was it was funny because even when she was when we when she was at the q a at the um at the golden globe thing we went to she was like even in the philippines they don't appreciate me this way she hadn't even got the the like yeah. she was like i don't even get to play these type of roles in the philippines Unless you, you you do theater, which obviously it's it's much more avant garde, and you could do things, but that's what she, she was even saying that. So even in her own industry, there she has the same sort of uh, 
issues and complaints that we have here. I mean, I, I mean, think we all. I, mean, I think it's a state of being an actor. It's part. It's, 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 it's part and parcel with being an actor. It's like we we all feel underappreciated. Even, even the biggest just, stars feel under just the ability to just yeah just the ability to 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 show our wares to do what we what we believe that we can do or, or that we know we can we can do but I mean that's I, I guess that's part of the game and that's that's why we started writing and producing it and 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 sure. and do our stuff to tell our stories and but when you get the chance to do it and she got the chance to do it and she and she. She, it's just an amazing, you know, it, it, the thing is, is like she, cause even she, like she talked about her audition process and she talked about, she was like, I didn't, they didn't even give me the damn script. I just did the scenes they me to do. I don't know. I mean, it's just, a, it, and it's amazing. And then it turns out to be that. And she's just blue. That's the thing. Well, that's the process of an actor. Well, I mean, all we get is are the sides, three, four, five, ten 10 pages, maybe. And then you got to figure out a whole character. We don't know what else is going on in the rest of the movie. That's why I always like if I audition for now and I have a, a dialogue, I could have a dialogue with like a casting director or somebody. I always ask them, what's the tone of this piece? Because I'm always creating different things. You got to kind of know the tone of a well, piece. Yeah, but, but I, mean? Yeah, no, I mean, a, a lot of times we do that. But it, well, you think if you're if you're if you're reading for the lead of the movie, the person who's the whole third act of the movie and the movie turns on, they're going to give you the script. I mean, you would think, but I guess you would think, you, you know what I mean? Well, so let's speak of another great movie that we just watched that's innovative is Lenore Will Never Die. Also uh, nominated for an independent spirit. Spirit Wars, Wars. yeah. So we we have to hang out with those, uh, with those creatives recently yes, as well. directed by uh, Martika Ramirez Escobar yeah. um, from the Philippines and mm -hmm. uh, produced another uh, film out of the Philippines. Y'all should watch that out there. Y'all should watch this film. It's so it's inventive a, as well because it's, I mean, it's, these filmmakers are just coming up with some great, crazy ideas and are able to capture it on film and then actually make it make sense to people. I mean, it's hard. Right. It's, it's a miracle to make a movie, right? We always say it's a miracle to make a movie. And then if sure. you do something this in, inventive and in, like everywhere or, or Lenore. You, I, mean, I mean, for people out there that haven't heard of Lenore Will Never Die, you, you have to check it out. I'm going to see where you can screen it. Synopsis, I'm not sure where, fiction, where, where we're streaming. Uh, Fiction and reality blur when Lenore, a retired filmmaker, falls into a coma after a television lands on her head, compelling her to become the action hero of her unfinished screenplay. So think about what right. that means. Right. And then just imagine that this movie's going from uh, like a regular film to like back to like 70s TV right. show. And it's like blurring uh, and then it, just and realities. Then it, and then it goes another level in the third act. Like, and then it goes personally for her. I mean, I don't want to give it all away, but it's meta upon meta, and then it's upon meta because she even breaks the rules even more. Totally, and sure. and, and, and tells uh, the very, story. It's, it's, it's so a good. very I mean, exciting young good. filmmaker, Martika Ramirez Escobar, starring uh, Sheila Francisco. These Filipino actors, and and you really get to see the, uh, the the just the texture of the Philippines throughout the film. It's really shout beautiful. out to a bunch of savages who brought us to that screening. Absolutely, yes. yeah. We're gonna have some of these people on the show in the future to talk more in depth about all this stuff. But yeah, again, another film. Filipino films have been in the. We're, we're, I mean, this did not exist, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, you know, twenty years ago. So it's really exciting now to have our films out there. Mm. Uh, the people interested in Filipino films should go out. See, you know, you, we're in a situation where you still got to seek out these movies, more or less. I mean, even mm -hmm. something like Triangle mm -hmm. Sadness is not getting. 
the play of of everywhere everything all at once or you know a, a maverick or something like that you got to go seek out these kind of films including our film on hulu seek it out the fabulous filipino brothers it's great to be a part of a you know a year that all these films came out and to be in a in that class uh of filipino films in the conversation and in the you know the class of 2022 you know when our film came out so it's really exciting that all that is going on and uh uh and just with asian films i was when we were talking about kihui kwan it reminded mm -hmm. me of the story of dion Oh, One second. Remember when someone thought you were him? Oh, we were yeah. In <laughs> yeah. At the Country Canyon store. Yeah. The Country Canyon store in Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Came like, home. Hey, man, you're an actor. I said, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, I love your work. I said, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I went to go shop and I came back. And, and you were on City Guys at the time. You and know, I was on City Guys at the time. City and I was thinking, yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. And he's like, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. I said, oh. <laughs> So said, oh up, no but, no yeah. no bro that's 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 not me oh come he on he wouldn't stop Data. saying that to you either he would Couldn't not say stop Dr. saying Jones. that i was like, like let's do this i was like yeah cool i mean yes. you know sometimes when fans do that and they're like can i get an autograph and the next thing you know you're just like signing up somebody else's name but and here's the other thing the thing about being filipino because another time i was with you at a place and the dude thought you were um my dude from chavez he thought you were latino uh, the, uh, oh, oh yeah name? yeah jacob vargas Jacob, I'm like, yeah. What yeah. Shout out to Jacob Remember? Vargas. He's That's the homie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you know, you're an actor. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Selena's brother. I was like, Selena's brother. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I was like, like look but we are, you. we are, you know, Filipinos are part Latinos. So I mean, those are our, those are our brother. You know, I mean, we we go in and out of the of the mix. I was thinking also when we were talking about the 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 accent situation or or the playing other roles early, and you're saying how what. If we we're playing a native Filipino and what what they're thinking about us back then, I mean, remember? Do you guys remember we did this little play called Model Minority? Yeah, this play called yes. Model Minority. Suntech O. Suntech O directed, and uh, my man mm -hmm. Philip wrote his the script. Philip Chung wrote it. Yes. Philip Chung wrote it. Who's uh, from Yam Yam F? Now he runs Yam Yam F. Mm -hmm. um, and it's korean philip's korean and it's about these korean and he kids wrote that are about like, three korean gangster kids or you know three yeah. um, three korean, yeah. korean gangster kids robbing houses and then one gets killed in the whole process and yes. and we're playing korean remember that yeah and we're speaking yeah. korean yeah. and it's a play yeah and they but they cast us they had to double cast us because remember like that was the whole thing yeah it was like and Philip, we're like, well, we're gonna cast. We love you guys, so we're gonna cast you guys. But we have to cast another Korean, cast. East, but the, East, East, East East Asian, East Asian people instead of Southeast yeah. Asian people. Garrett Wong, Eddie, Eddie, uh, Mui, Eddie Mui. Um, but what what we we're saying about how people feel because one night of that performance, because it was a run of a play that we did, and then one night for some reason we were the cast up for the Korean church people. <laughs> So we came out there and we we're talking about kimchi and talking Korean. You got, you know, you're Korean and you got, we can get through this. And uh, yeah, we were like, and we were surrounded by a Korean church, a, a Korean church group. And I was like, yeah. well, how are they taking these three Filipino dudes 
pretending to be Korean. And right this now. was in the nineties, because I mean, I, I was still in, we were still in high school. I think. I think I was young. I think I was like sixteen yeah. and seventeen, wearing a Malcolm X hat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that character. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, as actors, is we we can't like uh, you know if you get hired to do something, you just got to do your best in the moment to do it. And anything, again, and of course, things have changed where you might, you know, you say no to certain things these days. Like maybe I can't do that, you know, or or depending on the project. Uh, I mean, we also got to remember we're not we're not doing documentary films here. I mean, if we have to wait to just if any of us had to wait sure. to be play Filipino roles only. Since sure. the 80s, we would never have a career. So it's this is like called the, acting, not necessarily being. All right, we're right. acting, but creating. you gotta have some ethical as no, an artist, absolutely. ethical, oh, absolutely. Well, and you have measurement of what what you want to do, what you don't. But no one do. had no one had a problem with Marlon Brando playing Italian American and being the Godfather. You know I know, mean? and still no one. Maybe has some that people problem. did, but you know what I mean. But yeah. people had a problem and have a problem with him playing Asian in the. Sure. Oh, he also the August Moon, which I actually, yeah. if you actually sure. watch it, I think sure. he's actually sure. great in it, and because he's a kind of actor that's not, he's not portraying, he's not Mickey Rooney. Do you know what I mean? How oh, do you sure, feel about Mickey Rooney? Ca- but, you cast him, him. but you, but you can't, can't cast him that. now. But you know, no, but as actors, because because oh, when we even like when we studied, when we studied, we you're you're playing all these different things. You know, you're trying a lot of stuff. He just happened to be the biggest actor in the world. And he said, I'm going to play Viva Zapata and I'm going to play Tiaz of the August Moon. But he's the kind of actor that actually goes into the heart and gets into the truth and actually plays right. a person. Do you know what I mean? Instead of a, a Yeah, but a there's backlash. Just think but about sure. it. Fast forward of, 40 but, years. And now fa- fast saying... forward 40 years when, when, when Johnny Depp was asked to do Lone Ranger and he was like, I don't want to play Lone Ranger. I want to play Tonto. And they yeah. let him play Tonto instead, and he did an interesting take on it, but it was not well received, and still not well received. Uh, well, that, I don't think Tonto. that movie that was that great. Uh, it just it wasn't successfully done. I don't think that whole movie and his character. I I didn't really love the Tonto. It was kind of a mix between Jack Sparrow and something else. You know, his Tonto version. Um, but supposedly he's like a sixth. And he's you know he's so in, like he's handsome, but then everybody's like, yo, he's I think he's Filipino. I think he is. I think he's in. He's part Cherokee. He's part this. He's part that. Everybody he's like, claims his ass, and I think he might be claiming it too. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating just eth- how ethnicity works out in Hollywood. You know, the 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 pendulum swings all different ways. It's kind of swinging in a whole different direction than it was when we were coming up. And the reality is, we're all still working at as an industry like i think the industry is still working at and filling out what's right what's not right and i think it's an individual thing from project to project what i love most is that at least us as filipinos and filipino creatives and our stories of filipino americans and filipinos abroad are now existing in the hollywood world in a way that it never really did in the past. And so I think that's important. I, and I like Judy, I find hope in that. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to find hope, but I mean like, but the medium is actually, it's, it's expanded and it's like with the technology and, and with people ha- that you see, you can get inspiration from like, like us as some, you know, people, actors. Oh, I grew up watching you guys. You inspired me. That's why I'm here in Hollywood. I mean, 
it's great that it's so accessible now, you know? Before it was just when, when it's a big Hollywood system and you just look at the studios and you're like, how do you ever break into that? It's tough. Now it's easy. Now it's like you got your eye. This thing is a, is a powerful camera. So if you have the desire to shoot something to tell a story, you can do it. Do it. Do it with your iPhone first of all, and then and then move up to better cameras and study, study film, study whatever. Even if you can't go to a school, you you're able to study a lot of stuff now. And learn crafts because we have this internet thing. You know what I mean? Hmm. All right, so we're gonna keep going. I mean, we're the conversation is gonna continue. We appreciate everybody uh, for listening and following us on this conversation. Definitely follow at Fabulous <laughs> Filipino Bros on Instagram. Um, these podcasts are going to Spotify, so go to Spotify to listen to the full to the full conversation, and uh, we'll be getting more people in to talk about just. Everything Filipino, the Fabulous Filipino Podcast. Uh, I'm Dante Bosco. Dionisio Bosco. And Darian Bosco. We'll talk to you guys later on.